0: The
1: Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Verarian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rap Show podcast. Now, this week's podcast will be a little bit different, and we'll get into that. But first of all, for those of you who have just found us, then where have you been? We are the show for the bagpiping folk. So if it's got bagpipes in it or around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, so be it Celtic or folk music, or our bread and butter, which is probably what we're going to be talking about most about on this week's podcast. Yeah, competitive piping and drawing. So for those of you who would like to, of course, like every other podcast out there, we have a Patreon. You can go to our Patreon page now and just yeah, click on support and get your mitts on tons of extra stuff. Now, I mean tons of extra stuff. Now I'm not gonna get into exactly what's behind there, but um let's just say the Patreon faithful have been really enjoying the content back there. So that's about as much as a hard sell as I really want to do. Also, don't forget to check out our special promotions that are currently ongoing with the Piper's Dojo. Yes, they're still going. Yes, you can still get the Tuning Clinic one for free. And yes, you can still get the 30 days of premium for $1. People keep asking me that. So, for more information, of course, go to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo and check out all of our special promotions with the Piper's Dojo. A lot of great learning content on there for you. Okay. Okay. <coughs> No, pardon me. The reason why this week's episode of the Big Rab Show podcast will be different is, well, for a number of reasons. I've kind of dreaded doing this week's episode because, well, number one, it's World's Week. Right now, we should all be in sunny Glasgow, surrounded with friends and music and just the best time possible. You know, it's our Christmas every year and we'll talk about it, of course, in this week's topic of the week. But we're not there. So I'm very aware that everyone out there in the bagpiping world is really, yeah, mournful, I suppose, is the right term. I know that kind of sounds a bit melodramatic, but it's really true. You know, a lot of us are really desperately missing the pipe band season. And it seems to have really hit home now that we have a lack of a world's week. Especially on social media, I've noticed a lot of people posting photographs of, oh, here we are this time last year. Oh, this time last year. You know, and even for ourselves in the Big Rab Show, a lot of you guys have been sending in photographs of Big Rab Show live last year, piping Life. You know, a lot of you guys took selfies with us and stuff. That was awesome. So a lot of that's reaching social media at the minute. And yeah, it's really cool to look back and just think, yeah, that was a really awesome time. But on the other side of it, you do get suitably depressed thinking, oh, man, we're really missing out this year, you know, but every cloud, every cloud is a server lining. That, all of that aside, that's why it makes this week's episode difficult. But also, yeah, a bit of a personal update on myself. I had a load of interviews and things all planned to bring you for this week's podcast, but unfortunately, I had to reschedule. Unfortunately, I had a little bit of hospital treatment not too long ago, and I just returned home late last night. So, feeling a little fragile, not 100% the usual pep and excited rab that i normally would be so yeah for those of you who are tuning in expecting the over caffeinated ultra excited big rab like i normally am apologies yeah i'm a little bit slower off the mark and yeah just not feeling myself but i you know rest assured hopefully this time next week i'll be all guns blazing and if anything i'm really looking forward to something happening this weekend and we'll talk all about that of course in the piping news i'm sure you guys already know what i'm going to be talking about beer 10 anyway Let's shoot on. So, yeah, before anyone all starts messaging in and stuff about messages of concern. Oh, my God, Rab, you're in the hospital. Yes, I was. Don't worry. I'm on the mend. Everything's grand. You know, Big Rab's here to stay. <laughs> it's nothing scary. Uh, just, yeah, I'm not feeling 100%, I think, it would be the, the best point of action. Um, I think, yeah, with it not being World's Week, with me having poor health this past week, and uh, just everything, it's just been a terrible week, and I'm possibly not in the best frame of mind to record a podcast and try and cheer everybody up in the piping world and tell you all, hey, look, guys, don't worry. We don't have worlds this week, but it's all going to be okay Ugh, because it's so difficult to do. Anyway, let's fly on, shall we? Now, for those of you who listen to the podcast, if anything, ourselves on the Big Rab Show are really quite interested as to where you listen to our podcast. We are listed possibly everywhere that you can get podcasts at the moment we're on spotify stitcher podbean of course itunes google podcasts all of that but recently we've actually been listed on the tune in radio app as well so a lot of you guys can listen to fuse fm on the TuneIn radio app uh, so that's where a lot of you guys will be listening to us uh, quite regularly over there on the tune in radio app but also what it means is if you have excuse everyone who has one in the room an alexa machine one of those if you manage to shout at that machine hey play the big rab show podcast it'll now find it so you can now listen to us using voice commands isn't that kind of cool so if anything ourselves in the big rab show we are interested to see where folks tune into us and where you know where do you guys download the podcast from because we are scattered so far and wide now all over the web yeah we're very interested to see where people mostly download us from so hmm, there you go that could be something for you guys to email us in and give us a bit of a hand and let us know where you're listening to us anyway let's crack on like i said each and every episode we do start every show with some listener mail and we got some listener mail this week we've got a voicemail in fact
0: from mr andrew sullivan hey Red. how's it going Hope all is well Um, Just call in, saying hi and It's been a while and you're dropping in the voicemail so I figured I'd Send one over Um, It's Wednesday, August 12th And well, here I am in New Jersey But I should be in Scotland right now uh, Due to this whole uh, COVID carry-on as you'd call it Um, World's obviously got cancelled And our trip trip over Got cancelled It's been a tough week yeah, knowing that, oh, we should be over in Glasgow or or watching the Inverary concert tonight or anything like that and um Yeah, it's it's kinda like Christmas getting cancelled. Uh now I know how people feel when they got coal and they're stalking. Uh anyway, uh over the past couple of weeks, uh, you've been talking about the um the idea of a uh, change in the formation, you know, from uh, a circle to like a crescent moon formation or half moon formation um and you mentioned the bretons and the bagads and and their their conductor guy um which is called the the Sonor, or the uh the head musician uh i think that's actually kind of a cool way for for pipe bands to do it um especially for the medley to maybe allow the medley to get more more creative um add in some things like piping you know the pipers to stop and the drums to continue and then pipes come back in again, uh, we saw this uh, with the the uh, formerly known as the Kevin Barry pipe band, now the Commonwealth Pipes and Drums out of Massachusetts they did something similar to that where they they stopped uh, midway through and the drummers continued and they went out and, they, and then they came back in um. I think it just allows for more innovation and then also you' you're facing the audience, which has a uh, you know a, a huge impact I think um, you're also facing the judges too so there's you know you' you're a little bit more in the open um, and the judges can hear a bit more when when they're directly in front of the sound uh, that being said, I don't know about maybe maybe keeping the circle for the msr um, I mean, I can go either way, you know, keep the circle or put the, uh, the Crescent Moon formation in, um, having the Crescent Moon does kind of eliminate the need for marching, um, which could be a sticking point for some bands, you know, marching, playing, getting in and, and then getting into your, into your formation. But, um. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I hope we do have a season next year, and uh, even if there are some changes, I hope we're we're back. We're back playing. Uh, it's been tough. It's not having a competitive season here in the states or, or, or over there in the UK. It's it's <laughs> it's been it's been tough. Um. So I hope all is well, and hope that your your piping's coming along pretty well. It sounds like you're you're getting there, which is cool. And uh, maybe in 2021 or 2022 you'll be playing, you know, snare with North Texas and maybe pipes with Tully Lagan or or something like that. Or if you want to come up to the northern part of Vermont or northern part of the states and come up to Vermont, you can come play with us, the Catamount Pipe Band. Uh, We're always looking for drummers and pipers. So if uh, Texas is a little bit warm for you and you want the uh, the cooler climates, come up north to New England. Uh, Other than that, hope all is well, and we'll talk soon
1: all right bye for now oh amazing thanks andrew yes and um believe it or not i could be sorely tempted (laughs) so yeah i don't know i am willing to play pipes and drums everywhere it doesn't matter at the moment if if anything i just love to get back playing again um if anything the guys at north texas have been working away you know we've been working away through competition sets road scores all of that so the drumming ends going well And yeah, my piping has kind of slowed down, of course, due to my health this past week or so. I haven't really been practicing much because I can't. But uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get back on the horse again and start blowing my way through some sets again. And yeah, get back up to speed again. Um, So yeah, thank you, Andrew. And yeah, the whole talk about formations and keeping the circle, whether or not to keep the circle, that kind of brings me on to the very first news story of this week. Well... You almost think I kind of planned that, didn't you? But thank you, Andrew, for your voicemail, mate. <laughs> if anyone wants to send us in a voicemail, of course you can do. That email address is bigrabshow at com. Again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's our email address. Uh, so, yeah, brings me on to the first news story. On the 15th, the day of the world's itself, we are seeing what's kind of... It's kind of unprecedented. Something like this has never happened in the piping world before. And this is where RSPBA execs are holding an online video conference with all Grade 1 pipe majors and Grade 1 lead drummers. I might have mentioned it in previous Big Grab shows, but the whole topic of conversation is just how the Grade 1 PMs and lead tips, how they see the next incoming seasons, you know, how they see the shape of them. So whether they're actually... ...be able to compete in a band, you know, with over so many members? Will numbers be restricted? Or will we see the start of concert formation? And will we see the, you know, eradication of some of the old traditional methods... ...of marching in, forming a circle and marching out again? Will, will that now be gone? Uh, very interesting. Really don't know what way it's going to go. Uh, but I can rest assured... Uh, yeah, as soon as we hear a whisper of any outcome from this, we'll bring it to you guys. Because obviously, as we all know, as it normally does, whenever it affects Grade 1, it normally trickles down to the lower grades as well. Now, we had read out in last week's podcast that they're also going to be meeting with lower grade representatives as well. So they're not just talking to Grade 1 guys. I know everyone's got up in arms about that, myself included, mind you. I did give off about it, saying there's more grades than just Grade 1. Uh, So, yeah, hopefully this will be the start of the line of dominoes, and then the rest will fall. So we really hope that, yeah, our Grade 1 PMs and Lead Tips actually engage with this process and actually come through with some really proper, decent ideas. And we're looking forward to seeing how that all develops. Because, obviously, as me, as a spectator, I can't wait to see what the new format will be, you know? Yeah, I absolutely fascinated to see how this is all going to shake down Um, because you know over this past couple of weeks or so i've been talking to people outside of the podcasting world and uh, yeah they've been asking me rab what are your honest opinions how do you think 2021 is going to shake down and at the moment it's looking incredibly difficult to actually predict having a season you know with all the financial difficulties i think in the news today here in the uk we were just told just before I came out to record this, actually, that the United Kingdom is going into the deepest depression in history. isn't Or recession, even. Isn't that all sorts of exciting? I think depression's the right word. But, yeah, the biggest recession, uh, which means everyone's skint, basically. So, do you think whenever councils and, you know, all that, do you think they'll have money to run events like this? <sighs> I don't know. And then it does also beg the question about our own RSPBA. We all know that they're at the moment they're receiving all sorts of loans and grants and all sorts of different schemes to keep themselves afloat. But with the financial crunch on everyone here in the UK, thanks to the COVID carry-on, will we actually have a viable association by the time we get to hit the grass again? These are all very interesting questions. And one of which also, you know, it has far-reaching aspects. You know, you have political, business. There's so many different aspects that can honestly affect our bagpiping world. It's difficult to know, and honestly, is difficult to know. So when people ask me, "Well, Rob, you looking forward to 2021?" Of course, I say yes. And "Well, you never know. We might not have a season next year." And I say, "Well, we'll just have to wait and see, won't we?" And I guess that's what I'm going to tell you guys. Draw your own conclusions. That's nearly a catchphrase now on this show. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions. So, yeah, I don't know. So, people asking me my opinion on that, I don't know. We'll just have to watch this space. But on Saturday, the 15th, that's where a lot of it's going to shake down. And uh, obviously, with scientific and medical advice and all the rest, you know, all of this will obviously be gone through with much scrutiny. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll get something that resembles some sort of a season next year. We'll find some way that we can enjoy our music together. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. All right, let's get into some actual bagpiping news as well as the thing that's happening on the 15th. I have to remind you of The Big Rab Show Beer Tent. Yeah! The Big Rab Show Beer Tent, which is a logistical nightmare, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, No, honestly, we cannot wait for this. We are going to be broadcasting live on our Facebook page, This weekend, Saturday, 15th, 2pm UK time. And we really hope you guys can tune in and join the chat. Basically, all it will be is a big beer tent. So bring your beer, bring your wine, whatever your tipple is, and just tune in and enjoy the chat. It'll just be us hanging out, talking about bands, maybe playing the odd performance or two. We'll have some special guests joining as well for a few conversations and a bit of crack. Crack a beer and have a laugh, and that's all this will be. People's asking me, "Is this a competition? Is this to replace the worlds? Will people be competing for a trophy?" No, no, it's a beer tent. We're basically just hanging out and having the crack, basically, because that's what we would have been doing at the world. So let's have a beer tent online. So that was the idea, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So. <clears throat> Like I said, 2pm UK time here on Saturday the 15th, which would have been the world's medley selection would have been starting around that time. Uh, If not, I would have probably already been going for about half an hour or so, I think. Uh, But anyway... (laughs) Tune in, 2 o'clock UK time. We hope you guys can uh, enjoy the chat and the the banter that we're going to produce. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good crack. If anything, I get to hang out with all the guys of the Rab Show team and hopefully a bunch of special guests as well once we get everyone all lined up. Plus some special one-off performances that we haven't seen anywhere else and we're going to be bringing that to the beer tent. So that's all sorts of fun. So, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it any further, but trust me, this is going to be one online live show that you're not going to want to miss. Now, also... I'm aware that the guys over in Tartantown Limited, uh, they're also doing a retrospective uh, world championships where they're looking back over the past 25 years of the world championships. And apparently they will start their broadcast just as we finished ours. So because of the time difference between us in the UK and obviously over there in sunny Canada where Tartantown are, um, yeah, the par- yeah, that's... The reason behind it, the the time differences and everything, once we finish ours, they'll be going live on there. So there you are. So you'll be well enough entertained, I dare say. Also, for us here in the UK specifically, there was a bit of an announcement recently by BBC Alba. Now, you guys know who BBC Alba are, especially if you're a piping fan, because each and every week there's at least some form of piping content over there on BBC Alba. There's concerts, there's gigs, there's all sorts of piping stuff over there. It's incredible. If you haven't checked it out, of course... They're on Sky Channel. Uh, they're a one four one or one six nine. Uh, they're also f- uh, Freeview Channel Seven in Scotland, or in on FreeSat one oh nine. They are, but yeah, you guys know who BBC Alba are. Well, basically, they've put an announcement out saying that they are going to be looking back at previous Grade One competition pieces from the worlds over previous years. Reading the statement that came out from RSPBA, it actually read really positive, and I was so happy to read this whenever it first dropped. Okay, let's read it verbatim, shall we? In the unfortunate absence of the worlds this year, BBC Alba are delighted to broadcast a two-hour highlight special sourced from BBC Scotland coverage of the tremendous performances over the years of Grade 1 competitions. Ah, isn't that class? So, they will film links with their presenter, Carrie McNeil, and we all know who Carrie is. Carrie's fantastic, but the reason why it's fantastic, I'll get to. Uh, But apparently this will be a rare look back at pipe bands, both national and international, who have competed over this last number of years, and they look forward to taking this trip down memory lane. There you are. So that's going to be on Saturday, 15th of August, at 9pm UK time. So 9 9 o'clock, Saturday night, once you're finished with the beer tent, and you've finished with the tartan town thing, if you still haven't had your fix of piping, then tune in to BBC Alba, because they've got you covered. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. A two-hour programme on BBC Alba, And what makes Carrie McNeil awesome, I did say I was going to come back to that, what makes her awesome is she doesn't talk over the performance. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and that's one of the biggest criticisms of BBC Scotland's coverage of the world, is that you see little clips, you maybe get half an MSR, you maybe get maybe, you know, two parts of a jig or something from a medley selection, you get a slow air and then, you know... It's all very over the place. There's so much action to capture and they don't dedicate much time to it on BBC Scotland. I think the programme itself lasts for about an hour. And whenever you consider grade one runs for two days, you know, there's only so much they can show. But also the commentary team and everyone who's linking the show together are making the show essentially for non piping fans. So they're having to explain to everyone exactly what they're listening to and why it's exciting. Whereas us in the piping world we would be tuning into BBC Alba and Kari will be coming on and saying, right everyone, welcome to the show, here's shots. <laughs> and that's it. And the shots will come on, play their full medley, and that's them, they're away. Right. And then Kari came come back on again. Wasn't oh, that class? Right. Here's Field Marshal. <laughs> you get the picture. And that's it. The links are, don't get me wrong, they're really well done. And, you know, they do add a lot of background to the story of the worlds and why it is exciting. They do talk to people on the ground who were there and why is the world exciting for you? All of that. Also, who are you rooting for? All that kind of stuff. You know, it's good fun. But also, I think the whole sway behind BBC Alba is the focus is on the music, whereas BBC Scotland, the focus on is on trying to tell people why this is exciting. So I think it's kind of lost in translation for us piping fans. I know a lot of people aren't happy with the BBC Scotland coverage. You know, it's the Marmite of the piping world. You either love it or hate it. Um, but... Yeah, BBC Alba obviously is a huge hit with all of us in the piping world because they let the music do the talking and I can't wait for this. It's going to be two hours of wall-to-wall bagpiping on BBC Alba this weekend and I just have to say a massive thank you (laughs) to everyone involved at BBC Alba and of course at the RSPBA for making this happen. I think it's an incredible arrangement and your piping fans will thank you for it. There you are. Okay. So moving swiftly on then, with the beer tent and that happening this upcoming weekend, we have to remind you that everyone has to have their entries in by the 31st of August. So you've only got a couple of weekends left before you get your entries in for the Shots and Dykehead Online Solo Championships. Yeah, we actually got a number of messages about this asking if I can give out the date again because a number of you missed it. But um, yeah, go to the Shots website. It has the full instructions up there, shotspipeband.com. Uh, For anyone who's wanting to enter the Solo Online Championship, uh, so yeah, you need to get your entries in before the 31st of August, all right? And you also have to have your video then submitted by the 14th of September. So whenever you do have your entry forms in, you do have a bit of time then to get your video done. So yeah, just by way of a gentle reminder, if you're looking to compete in the SHOTS Solo Online Championships, get your entries in before the 31st of August. You've been warned. Okay. All right, I have to give a shout this week to the Music Service for Pipes and Drums. Woo! That was a very small shout, wasn't it? But yeah, <laughs> the Music Service for Pipes and Drums actually made the piping news yesterday because they have made available two tuition books from their website available to download completely for nahan. Yeah, there you go. Uh, just go to mspds.org and you can find the tab there that says Download art. Ebooks. So they have Get to Grips, which is the first volume, uh, which talks all about snare and drumming, and you also have Get to Grips, which is all about Highland pipes. But uh, obviously, the Highland piping one, I think, has been revised recently as well. So there's two books for snare: one for snare, one for piping. And I actually used the Get to Grips for Highland piping when I first started learning how to play the scale and grace notes and stuff. So very useful stuff, actually. So there you are. Go and check that out. The music service for pipes and drums website. They have these two digital ebooks for you to download now. Okay, moving swiftly on. The Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association, we did talk about this a while ago, that they were focusing on everything, their actions and their energy, all on a composition competition, which is not easy to say in the radio. <laughs> so, yeah, to read the press release again verbatim, the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association, through the Pipe Band College, set out the framework for a competition, a composition competition, Mostly focusing on the 68th March. Four parts, of course, was required. And the closing date for the competition was the 13th of June. And that was ages ago. And since then, we hadn't heard anything about it. And then suddenly, boom, here we go. We've now got the results. So, yeah. The winners of the Pipe and Juvenile individual composition are uh, L.A. Rennie. Cut first place. Yeah, well done. Uh, Second was Liam Nicholson. And third was Noah Burt. Awesome stuff. Uh, So then also there was a combined band entry composition. And that was composed by Uddingston Strathclyde. Not bad at all. Now this was all of course to commemorate the 90th anniversary of the RSPBA. So we do think that this has been a bit of a success story for them to be honest. Uh, They they did receive quite a number of uh, compositions of 68 tunes. And if anything now what I'm concerned about is that all of these tunes were all submitted for this competition's. And yes, we have our winners and our placings and everything, but what's going to happen the rest of the tunes now? You know, the ones that didn't make the prize list or whatever. Do they just disappear? Well, me being a piping fan, I really hope to hear them on the grass sometime. So yeah, for those of you who've been writing tunes and stuff, yeah, bring them to your band. We want to hear them, you know, regardless of whether they won a composition prize or not but yeah there you go congratulations to the rspba of course in running this we do think it was a success for them so well done guys and to everyone who entered as well you guys deserve a pat on the back well done okay speaking of pat on the back i have to say a massive happy birthday to jim kilpatrick yeah! happy birthday yeah, happy birthday to Jim. And also, I have to say a very happy birthday to Rachel Tom as well. Yeah, there's a lot lot of birthdays being celebrated this last while. And a lot of people actually wanting shout-outs on the show. When Jim didn't ask for a shout-out, but just because he's such a legend, and Rachel is too, I had to give both of them a shout on this week's show. So happy birthday, guys! Oh, speaking of legends, by the way, um, I have to give a special shout this week to Tim Vermillion. ...from the guys at North Texas. Yeah, Tim actually managed to send me a bit of a gift in the mail. So thank you, Tim. Um, He had heard me talking on the podcast a while ago... uh, ...when I was talking about the Jim Kilpatrick practice pad... ...and how I'd have always wanted to try it and have a go at it. Well, just so turned out, Tim had one and he sent it to me. Which was insane. So, i so generous, so kind, but honestly i'm so happy with it as well i've been using it nonstop, you know for practice and stuff i'm really enjoying it the interchangeable practice surfaces actually are genius because i can now practice in the house at night time and i'm not waking anybody up you know the kids aren't complaining oh dad would you shut up there's none of that so yeah the jim kilpatrick practice pad is exactly what i expected it to be you know i have seen loads of people using them and the sound of them sounds really crisp and clear. And also the playing surfaces themselves to have that choice and the ability to control your volume without having to, you know, control your actual volume of your sticks. You know, you can still force your way into a good 6.8 slap, if you know what I mean, without having to compromise. So, yeah, thank you to Tim for sending that on. Honestly, mate, I'm so generous of you. Thank you very, very much. I will enjoy my new practice pad immensely, so thank you very much. (laughs) Okay, let's fly on. We've got so much news to get crammed into this week's podcast before we even get to topic of the week. All right, the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association Northern Ireland branch put out a bit of an announcement. Yes, we love a good announcement here on the Rab Show podcast, and, yeah, it wasn't a positive one. The all-Ireland solos are now cancelled. kind of seen this coming, to be honest, but now we've seen it in black and white. And the announcement kind of just reads, all Ireland solos are cancelled. And that's basically it. Well, there's a bit more to it than that. Uh, But they did say that the uh, JAC committee have taken the decision to cancel this year's All-Ireland Solo event. And this decision was based on many different factors, as well as the availability of a venue, travel restrictions, of course, throughout the island of Ireland... And the availability of adjudicators and competitors. And keeping everybody socially distant and safe. So they felt that they couldn't run the competition this year. Which, at this stage in the game, we kind of come to expect. Um, It's become almost the norm now. Where so many announcements are getting announced each week. And uh, yeah, it's just another thing cancelled. Another thing (sighs) cancelled. I know. But let's move on. That was the latest in cancellations, I should say. Okay. Moving on to a little bit of positive news, I have to say. Uh, Preston Lodge High School Pipe Bands, yeah. They've been putting out a lot of announcements recently, all to do with their interns, their piping and drumming interns. They've been, in, they've been introducing a lot of people uh, on their piping and drumming internships, so it's awesome to report this. So, of course, I have to mention Isla Stout, of course. You are Isla, you legend. Of course, bagpiper, current bagpiper with Grade 1 Scottish Power Pipe Band. She's now going to be starting with Preston Lodge Pipe Band. There you are. So, for those of you who know Isla... Of course you do. She's now actually finishing her fourth year uh, of the piping degree at the Royal Conservatoire, so it's an incredible appointment for her. Well done to Isla and to also to the guys at Preston Lodge High School. You have a number of other appointments made as well. I'm not going to go through them all, but you, yeah, for those of you who are interested, you can go along to PrestonLodgePipeBand.com. And you can find out the details of who's been appointed and why. So for all of their history and all the rest involved in the piping world, you can catch all of that as well. But I'm not going to sit here and read lists to you, other than just to say congratulations to Isla Stout on your brand new appointment. We wish you well. Yes. And to Preston Lodge. Go on, Preston! You, Preston Lodge. Okay. And also, speaking of congratulations, I want to say a massive well done to Archie Johnson. Now, for those of you who've been following Archie on social media... Of course you know who I'm talking about. Archie is a young fellow who over this last 50 days has been piping every day for charity. Now he's been called, well the charity itself is My Name 5 Dotty find- Foundation. So he's been calling his challenge Piping for Dotty. Which is uh, it's a bit of an online fundraiser. I don't know much about the actual charity itself. Uh, however he has all sorts of links and just giving links and all of that where you can donate to him and over this last 50 days he has uploaded a performance video of him performing and never missed a day and what also was kind of staggering as well is that archie is a young fella i would say he's probably early teens maybe 13 14 ish i think i don't know uh but yeah every day was a different tune and that's incredible in itself to be able to play 50 tunes and to be able to play it to the calibre that he played them at, some of them were just awesome. So, yes, we managed to share out a good number of those, actually, from Archie's performances. But for those of you interested, you can go and check them out. Uh, Archie Johnson, of course, on social media. And, yeah, please go and donate. Yeah, because that's definitely worth a donation or two, I think. A very worthy cost. There you are. Okay. Swiftly moving on to the next bit of news story. Ourselves here on The Big Rab Show, <clears throat> we put out a little bit of a teaser recently uh, for some upcoming Big Rab Show merch. Yeah, now you guys may have noticed that on com we have added the shop icon again. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we may have mentioned this on a previous show that we've added the shop icon, but... It's locked at the minute, and only our Patreon subs can get in there. So supporters on Patreon have exclusive access to the Big Rab Show store at the moment. So if you want to see all the new merch and stuff and what you have in front of you, then go and support us on Patreon. That's where it's at, and if you want to find the magical key to get into the shop, then that's where you find it. It's on Patreon. Yeah, but don't worry, in the next coming week or so, we do hope to launch the store properly to the general public, to all of you guys listening right now. And yeah, we uploaded a bit of a picture, a bit of a teaser. Thanks to A1 Embroidery, of course, local here in Northern Ireland, and supplier to The Big Rab Show, we are now producing Big Rab Show face masks I actually got this thing in front of me right now. Um, if anything, I probably should have been wearing it those last couple of days. But I'll put it on. It doesn't really muffle your voice too much. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think I would be a bit shameless if I was to wear this in public. Uh, because I'm Big Rab and I'm kind of shamelessly promoting my own show. Uh take this off. Uh, but, yeah, Big Rab Show face mask. Honestly, yeah. i dare say now that face masks face masks are now become the new normal here in northern ireland specifically but all over the uk and around the world i suppose too of course there is the ongoing debate i suppose about the wearing of face coverings and whether they're you know effective or not but either way it's law here in the uk so yeah why not pick yourself up some big rab show face masks and uh represent the rab show baby Yeah, so those will be available from our store pretty soon, actually. We do hope to launch the online store pretty soon, yeah. so But those of you who want to get that early sneak peek, head to Patreon. That's where it's at. Okay, now we were talking about a composition competition earlier, which is still difficult to say. But I have to say congratulations to everyone who managed to pick up a prize at the AR2 Drumming Studio Virtual Solo Drumming Online Competition thing. Yes, to give it its full title. (laughs) I don't think the thing is in the title. Uh, But, yeah, the Virtual Solo Drumming Competition held by AR2 Drumming. They announced the results there on the 9th of August. Now, I'm not going to go through uh, every single winner. But, yeah, you can go and check out the full results, of course. They've been published on AR2 Drumming Studios' social media. and Yeah, they seem to receive quite a large entry for their competition as well. So, well done to everyone involved. Uh, To everyone who's actually, you know, entering these online competitions... Thank you. Keep it going, guys. Keep the music playing. And, uh, yeah, this is how we can continue playing and competing, I think, at the moment with online competitions. So, well done to AR2 Drumming Studio. Go and check it out. Shout out to Cobra and Co. And, yeah, fantastic stuff. And, yeah, well done to all of our prize winners. There you are. Also this week, I wanted to point you in the right direction of Ace Percussion. Ace Percussion on social media have really been quite busy this last while, uploading all sorts of interesting content. Uh, But this last while, especially on the 10th of August, they uploaded links to every BBC coverage from 2010. Now, that's not a small thing. So you have a grand total of nine links covering the World Championships from 2010 to 2019, where you can go back and watch them. Can I just say how much time I've wasted looking at these clips and stuff and watching old performances from back in 2010 and not actually prepping for future Big rap shows on Fuse, which I should have been doing. Uh, thank you, Ace Percussion. <laughs> so, yeah, go and check out their social media. They have all of these links up there now. Uh, so, yeah, well worth delving into. And before you know it, five hours would have passed And you haven't even finished 2012. Never mind 2013, 14, 15, 16. You could spend hours just watching every performance. And you know, there's some real, I don't know, this could be a future podcast, I think. But there's some performances from back in the day, especially even from before 2000s. You know, I'm talking 80s, 90s, 70s even. Some of the performances would just melt your face, but never featured in the prize lists. Incredible. There's a there's a, a medley selection we always play on our Fuse FM radio show by Paul Pike Band. I think it was back in the late 80s. And I think famously they came second. But yet at that time, it was absolutely, oh, man, it's, I don't know. I just have to tell you about it because obviously if you listen to our Fuse show, you would have heard me playing at loads of time. Olds times. It's an awesome, awesome set. And I'm sure you guys out there who are Pulkemet fans, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was late 80s, possibly early 90s, Pilkemet, whenever Jim Kilpatrick and that was still in charge of the back line. And oof, I don't know. I'll perhaps yeah, do you know, I'll play a little tiny clip of it now just so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that ending that ending though isn't that amazing honestly i thought yeah that gives me the goosebumps now that's just the ending you have to listen to the whole thing it's awesome 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 stuff if anything the ending possibly hurt them i suppose i don't know if it's a regulation ending that one and that's maybe what made them suffer in the prizes i think it was second they got that day Anyway, for those used piping nerds out there who really know their stats better than I do will possibly be able to tell me. No, Rab, they came third or fourth or something, so you guys can tell me. But honestly, that's a tune on a set that I just can't get enough of. And I think, honestly, throughout the years, especially in previous years, back in the day, there are some killer performances that really never featured in the prize list. And if anything, we would love to know your guys' opinion. Once you're delving through the archives of old World Championship performances, if you guys have a particular favourite that possibly never made it to the top six, then, yeah, send them our direction. We would love to hear them. Okay, BigRabShow at gmail.com is the email address, as always. Okay, Now, there was a bit of a news story that dropped on the website bagpipe.news. Now, this one was really quite interesting because it reported about a story about a letter that came from the chairman, Mr. John Hughes. He sent it to all band secretaries throughout the organisation. Now, the RSPBA on this occasion are actively encouraging their members to persuade their local government representative, especially in Scotland. To provide guidance with the e- reintroduction of pipe band practices outdoors or indoors, especially hoping in the near future. Because what we're seeing here, especially internationally, we've seen bands in Canada, the Republic of Ireland, we've seen bands in the US, Australia, even. We've seen bands internationally being able to group together and have practices outdoors, which we have to say in the UK is just brilliant keep it going guys we think that's absolutely amazing and more parties but bands here in the UK still are currently restricted we still can't do that so yeah RSPBA can't seem to solve the problem and they can't give pipe bands an answer and they can't tell them yep you go back to your band hall and start practicing there no ball at all They're asking bands to actively contact their local member of parliament, their local MP, or even the local councillor or whatever, to try and get some sort of guidance on public mass gatherings and whether it would be possible. Now, we're going through various different stages of the easing of lockdown, which makes it all sorts of complicated. Certain businesses are open, certain businesses aren't. And you kind of think to yourself, well, how come... Pubs and that are open, but some certain type of cafes aren't, and some kind of beauty treatments, uh, especially, I think, well, the big argument that's happening at the moment is women who would go in for a facial or eyebrow work or anything like that to do with the face isn't happening, but yet a guy can walk into a barbershop and get his beard trimmed. So, yeah, it's, it's difficult to know, and there's a lot of confusion around all of it so li- having seen this report on News, go and read it for yourself and again draw your own conclusions numbers are dropping here in the uk with uh covid19 uh fatalities but also the infection rate as well seems to fluctuate it seems to go up and down uh with various different locations there's been little hot spots and stuff break out recently uh we heard of one recently there in aberdeen uh there was a return of lockdown for that city for a while and we've had You know, we've heard different tales of various different other local lockdowns. So it's difficult to know whether, you know, large social gatherings such as band practices can be held outdoors. But if we act on government guidance, you know, we do hope that the local government here in the UK will try and keep us all safe. And that's the hope. So they're asking bands to reach out to their local councillor rather than the RSPBA because they don't know the answer. And hopefully their local council here or even government guidelines for that matter would hopefully give us some sort of a steer. Either yes you can, or no you can't. So I think for now, it's no you can't, unfortunately for us UK folk. But uh, here's hoping that'll change in the coming weeks and months, with a bit of luck. Alright Rob, enough doom and gloom already. Let's get something positive, shall we? Something positive! Let's get something to shout about. I want to give a special mention this week to the Blackthorn Piper Society yes now why am i giving them a shout well they actually put a bit of news out that had us all excited yeah the 16th of september the blackthorn piping society is back it's back baby and man am i so excited to see the doors open again Uh, yeah 16th of september doors open at 7 p.m in the ulster scots community network building in belfast and i think they've yet to announce who their featured piper is i don't think they've actually formally announced it yet but they're kind of teasing that but man am i so excited to see it come back again the ability to just hang out and play some tunes together And hopefully stay socially distant and safe and all of that. But the very fact that they're opening the doors at all is such a blessing for all of us in the piping world. Now, whether these will be broadcast online like previous big Blackthorn Piper Societies uh, events and stuff... I really hope that's the case, Uh, but I was just about to say, hopefully us and the Big Rab Show will be there for at least one or two of them, and we'll hopefully broadcast that for you guys on our show page once it does finally open the doors again. Uh, So for more information on that, of course, go and check it out, the Blackthorn Pipers Society on social media, and of course, we'll try and keep you as up to date as possible with ourselves here on the Big Rab Show. Okay. Also another positive story, shout out to Manawatu. Go on, the mighty two. Yes, they put an announcement out saying that their winter killie is almost sold out. Yeah, Saturday the twenty second of August. That's going to be held at the Killwinning Lodge. And that's in Palmerston North. Yeah. So it's at 6pm until those small hours. Tickets are $65. And you get a dinner. A dance, of course. And entertainment. And you can also bring your own drinks. They also have a live band on stage as well. Called Bo More. Now that's going to be all sorts of awesome. So for those of you who are looking to help support the guys at Manawatu. And also... ...get a bit of a feed and a bit of a boogie into the small hours... ...then why not go along help support the band... ...22nd of August. I think limited tickets are now available. I think it's not completely sold out yet. I think I might have got that wrong. But yeah, it's almost sold out. Very limited tickets left. So go and check out Manawatu on social media... ...if you are looking to head to that. Okay. Now, yes, I know we don't have a world championship... ...but yeah, Pipe and Live is happening. As I speak right now, the Pipe and Live Festival is happening to a degree. As you heard on previous Big Rab shows, we were talking all about the return of Piping Live online. And that's how possibly the majority of us will be enjoying Piping Live this year. With not having the ability to have an actual audience in the building, the only way to do it is to tune in online and catch the live streams. Now a load of people have been contacting us through the week actually and said Oh Rab, I missed the Silver Chander uh, I, 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 Is there anywhere I can watch it back? I said, well, did you have a ticket for it? And the answer to that, mm, for most of the questions I've been getting, is no, I didn't have a ticket. Said, well, then I don't think you can go back and watch the replay. I think replays are still available on the website. I'm not entirely sure. For you ticket holders out there who may have purchased tickets for the Silver Chander, you're probably already shouting at your podcast player saying yes or no. Uh, but either way, you guys who were tuned in for the Silver Chander, you were in for an absolute treat. I have to say congratulations to Stuart Little, of course, who picked up the Silver Chander. Now he actually did it by playing one of my favourite of all time. The Lament for the Children. And honestly it was simply brilliant. So I've managed to hear a recording of it myself. And just awe. Oh, awe inspiring I think. And if anything it's great to see that the standard of piping hasn't, it hasn't actually dipped at all. Through all of this lockdown if anything. The piping standard at the Silver Chandler this year, by all accounts, I think I've read some reviews and stuff online, uh, is that the standard is just continuing to rise. It's, you know, so people obviously have taken this opportunity of UK lockdown to put in some decent practice, and a lot of these guys are coming through really sharp. So, yeah, congratulations to everyone who took part in that incredible event, and um, yeah, congratulations to Stuart Little for picking up the Silver Chandler—not bad at all. Now, Pipe and Live is still thundering on. We still have more events ahead of us. We have, of course, the Alistair Gillis Memorial uh, Recital Challenge, which I think is tonight whenever I'm recording this. I might be wrong, but I think it's tonight. Uh, also, we have the Owl Blind Dogs. Now, that's one gig I'm certainly not going to want to miss. That's going to be broadcast on Friday night, and that'll roll you into your World's Week on Saturday, where you can tune into the Rap Show and the Beer Tent. So yeah, the Owl Blind Dogs at Pipe and Live is going to be one heck of a gig that you're not going to want to miss. So if you haven't got tickets for that right now, go now, pipinglive.co.uk, pick up a ticket for it. It's going to be one heck of a show. Trust me, this one honestly gets the Big Rab Show seal of approval. If you're a Piping fan at all, and you yeah and you want to catch some Piping action this weekend, go and check out the Owl Blind Dogs. We'll be doing an online concert for you guys, and you can go buy a ticket now, go and have a watch at it. And yeah, I'm so excited for that, honestly. Okay, speaking of excitement, I have to say ourselves on The Big Rab Show, we're all sorts of excited this past week because we did it. We did it, baby! Yeah, we've reached the absolutely insane milestone of 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. <laughs> and I have to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone who's ever clicked that subscribe button. It means the world. Because now, rolling into 2021, wait till you see what happens this incoming season. We now have access to all the bells and whistles on our YouTube channel. And we've got all sorts of special plans for YouTube going forward. <laughs> and that's all I really want to say for now. But thank you to everyone who has subscribed or told their mate to go and subscribe. Or, you know, I've, I actually heard a story about someone who stole their granny's iPad. Uh <laughs> I'll tell you the full story. They went to their grandmother's for Sunday dinner. They were to visit their grandmother because they hadn't seen her in a long time. And they knew their grandmother had two iPads in the house. One was an Android tablet and one was an actual Apple iPad. Well, Granny seemed to have two different YouTube accounts. And uh, they used both of these YouTube accounts to um, subscribe to the Big Rab Show. <laughs> Awesome. So someone's granny out there, I'm not going to name them, uh, has quite kindly given us two uh, subscriptions on YouTube that they aren't aware of. But hey, do you know? I, I thank you, I suppose. <laughs> We're now well over 1,000 subscribers, so thank you to everyone, honestly, uh, for clicking on that subscribe button. It now does mean that we have access to all of those Bells and whistles. And uh, now we are now hopefully in the works to plan what we hope to do for this incoming season with our YouTube channel. Expect the unexpected, I suppose, would be what I'd want to say on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good, so good. Okay, also a bit of positive news. Shout out to Dougie McKence, of course, from the Red Hot Chilies. And, of course, Solo Piper extraordinaire. Well, Dougie, of course, has released a brand new single. Now, this was completely... Unexpected. And yeah, he hasn't really got a new album to, sp- to speak of, following his last one. But he's now just released a new single that he's been working on over lockdown. It's called Buchanan's Brewery. Awesome. Now, this one was all recorded apparently at home during the lockdown, where all the musicians all recorded their parts at home and then they were all synced together and then released as a new single. So, for those of you who are fans of Doogie McKenzie, and let's face it, who isn't in the piping world, to be honest? doogie 's an incredible bagpiper. And yeah, you definitely need to go and check out this brand new single from Doogie And the guys, it's honestly a stomper. Alright, that's a stomper. Yeah, Buchanan's Brewery, Crackin' Tune. Great new single. So go and check that out by Doogie the Piper. I want to give a shout this week to Strathendrick Pipe Band. Yes! Strathendrick Pipe Band have a brand new customized bass head and they've published it on social media and we've shared it out there. Now the drum itself is kind of like a red fade to black kind of thing. You know that kind of red to black shell kind of fadey thing and then the bass drum head does exactly the same thing with just the name Strathendrick across the centre. Very nice very flashy. Looks really cool. So shout out to you guys at Strathendrick with your brand new bass drum. Looking proper sharp. Now also, there was a bit of a news story that dropped on the Big Rab Show not too long ago uh, that created a bit of a debate, I should say. Here in Northern Ireland, of course, we hold Portrush competition at the end of most of, this, most of our competition seasons. And it's been the topic of some debate this last while about the current location for the competition in Portrush. It's normally held at Ramore Head Recreation Ground. And this last two years, in fact, we haven't been able to use the recreational ground. Because, well, basically it's been a building site. Uh, They've been building local hotels and stuff. And they've been using it as a storage ground for building materials. Well, this last number of years we've had the competition in the car park. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Um, So having a competition in a car park, or if you're using the US, a parking lot... Uh, Yeah, it's had mixed reviews. Some people love it, some people hate it, like I said. But we now have seen plans from the actual council of what they propose to do with the new Rammore Head Recreational Grounds. And in the plans, it... mm, It's all sorts of interesting. Now, we're talking about tennis courts. There's going to be a clubhouse. There's a new green there as well. There's also reserved parking for VIPs. There's an adventure playground for kiddos. All of this sort of stuff, we have all published it up there now on the Rab Show Facebook page. And it has caused a bit of a stir. A lot of you guys in the piping world are thinking, well, they're cool. Yeah, they're doing all this development. But where can we put our competition? Can we still use this ground for a pipe band competition? It's a very interesting thought. So, yeah, you can actually see photographs and all of this of the proposed plans. They're up there now on the Rab Show Facebook page. Uh, we actually got those from the actual council themselves. So these are the proposed plans. I don't think they've actually been approved yet. But it shows you the direction that they're going. Now, Ram has been a subject for debate this last while. A lot of people saying there's a plenty of other venues around Portrush that are more than capable of holding a pipe band competition that are better than Ram Moorhead. And frankly, I'd have to agree with you. I do know a lot of different areas around Portrush that would be so much better suited than uh, Ram Moorhead, in my opinion. But it's the traditional home for piping in Portrush. So, yeah, I guess that's where we want to keep it. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see this incoming year or two what exactly is happening in Ram Moorhead. It'll be a very interesting story to see that develop. Hmm. Okay, let's have some controversy on the podcast, will we? Let's have some controversy. Yes, our RSPBA are doing something kind of sneaky that people may not have seen. Um, But yes, Pipestrums.com, thankfully, picked up the story. (laughs) Yeah, this is about a competition alliance that's hoping to be approved for directors. Yeah, everyone's going, what? Yeah, at some time... The associations and pipe band were all concerned about, you know, the finances, about the redevelopment of HQ. Um, Well, we now find that the organization wants to implement a new competition allowance for the directors. Now, this is for them attending major championships and smaller minor competitions as well. This allowance, apparently, will be an addition to the RSPBA membership covering all of the travel and accommodation. So, if you're on the board of directors, of which there's 18 of them, you will have your travel paid for, you'll have your hotel, room and board all paid for, and now you're also going to get what's called a competition allowance. Now, this is where it gets kind of into muddy waters. Apparently, in the association kind of rules and regs and stuff, they can't actually be a paid employee. It actually says that no director shall be a paid employee. the way it proposes to get around that. Is that they're not paying them as an employee. They're giving them an allowance. A competition allowance. Now if this gets approved by the RSPBA finance, finance committee. It would set all sorts of wheels in motion I suppose. For possibly future allowances and stuff. So you talk about murky waters. We were worried about... You know going into the red, Basically after refurbing our HQ. And having no cash left. And now the directors are now looking for a competition allowance. Now I'm going to pose the question. And you guys can please forgive my ignorance on this. But. Why do the directors need a competition allowance? I'm going to let that sit for a minute there. Why do they need a competition allowance? It doesn't make sense to me. So I really don't know. The the reason why I'm asking is because if you're going to for example, you're going to the Europeans and you have to book a flight to get there, RSPBA will pay for that. If you have to book a hotel to stay overnight, then RSPBA will pay for that. Surely to goodness, some of these directors can I dunno <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know why they need to have a competition alliance. It doesn't make sense to me. Now, as to how much this competition alliance will be... Uh, you know, in monetary terms, I have no idea. But the very fact that they are getting it in the first place... ...really makes everyone scratch their head. Because uh, what do the directors do on the day of a competition? You know, when you consider all of the pipers and drummers out there who are competing paying out of their own pocket for travel and hotel and you know paying for their own burgers and beer money you know what i mean you know directors themselves who aren't competing and aren't involved in adjudication or compiling or stewarding or i i I don't know i really just have to scratch my head and wonder what is this allowance for now you guys of course Again, you can go and read the Pipestrums article yourself and they do point you to the RSPBA website where you can actually go and read this for yourself. But uh, again, to coin a catchphrase, draw your own conclusions. (laughs) But this is a very interesting development, especially in the mouth of this £1.2 million renovation of the headquarters that we have in Washington Street. And all of the controversy that that has caused, and we still have yet to get answers to a lot of the questions that were asked at the time, we've still got nothing. But now we're actually seeing the hand going back into the pot again and asking for more. Now, we do know that our current RSPBA here in the UK, we are still afloat for now. But again, I did mention at the start of the show, it's because of uh, you know loans, you know grants, different things, government subsidies, stuff like that, keeping the organisation afloat for now but rolling into 2021 when that all ceases and we hopefully commence our pipe band season will we be paying all of those loans back will we be paying for washington street still and will we now be paying our directors an allowance along with all of their hotel bills and their travel costs as well i don't know what you guys think but i don't know i really just don't know what Or why directors need to have a competition allowance. I am more unwilling to be wrong on this case. Please tell me this is stuff that Rab got wrong. I'm more than happy with that. But um, yeah, I want to be told why. (laughs) Why, I tell you. And possibly that's the one thing that we're not going to get an answer to. But it hasn't passed yet. It's yet to go through the finance committee. I guess we'll have to wait and see how that shakes down. But we did think it was a very interesting proposal uh, that was put forward. And if it does get cleared and it is a thing, then we will let you know. And uh, mm, after all, the RSPBA is your organisation. And if you aren't happy with how it's being ran, especially financially, yeah, then make your voice heard at the next meeting. Mm. All right, let's get into another news story away from controversy. Let's give a shout out to Bray Brack. Bray Brack! Yeah, they're in the news this week because they have introduced a new member. Conal. Yes, Conal McDonough, of course, is the brand new member of Braybrack. Now, who you guys may well recognize that name. Of course, he's performed with some of the big names in the trad world. He's played with Cara Dillon, Duncan Chisholm, the Paul McKenna band. He's also one of the founder members of Inyal. You guys know them very well. Uh, so yeah he's now made the step and joined the Braybrack family now he actually replaces James Lindsay who I'm not entirely sure why has left Braybrack to be honest but I do see that James has gone solo and he has recorded a number of tracks in that himself now whether we'll actually receive actual new solo album or a release from James Lindsay in the future we don't know We'll have to wait and see. But it's a very exciting appointment for the guys at Braybrack. Obviously, they are famous for their dual bagpiper sound. If you haven't listened to Braybrack, by the way, where have you been? These guys have been involved in the trad scene now for, goodness, years. Years and years. I would say 10 to 15, possibly, if not more. Uh, So the guys at Braybrack... Dead excited for this new appointment of Conal. And all honestly, us here who are piping fans and fans of Braybrack, Brack, we're dead excited to see Conal in the ranks at uh, Bray Brack. So that's dead exciting. And if anything, we really are interested to see if Conal manages to bring some of his Inyal flavour to Bray Brack or hopefully some influences there from the Paul McKenna band or even from his time at Caradon. Yeah, there'll be a lot of different musical flavours, I think, going in there to the Bray Brack camp. And we yeah interested to see how that one develops. So there you are they're looking forward to seeing that and congratulations to conal on your new appointment there you are okay guys can't believe i managed to get this far in the podcast and not have to take a break and go for a cup of tea but i think it's at this point in the show that i really should (laughs) it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gaelic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum core needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at lonestarpiper.com. Lone Check them out. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits, and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range, launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drumco drums are all handmade. Made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none. Contributing to British Drum Co's reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Drumco products please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. A1 Embroidery and Printing Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game, such as Field Marshall Montgomery, St. Lawrence Atul and ourselves, The Big Rab Show. For all of your embroidery and printing needs, they have some extremely high quality garments such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft shell jackets, you name it, they can print it. If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media, A1 Embroidery and Printing. Check them out on Facebook, A1 Embroidery and Printing. If you can think it, they can print it.
0: Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show.
1: Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And I'll be perfectly honest, folks, I was kind of glad of the break there, to be honest. <laughs> So, yeah, I know this week's episode's difficult to listen to, and you're listening to me wibbling on. and Yeah, so apologies. I do know it's a difficult listen. I'm still not 100%, but hopefully I'll be back firing all guns blazing next week. So, right, let's get into this week's topic, shall we? Why do we love the Worlds? What is it about this week and the World Championships themselves, what is it that we love so much about it? You know, I was thinking this this past week, especially on Monday, and I don't know why specifically on Monday, <laughs> but as I was sharing stuff out on social media, and people were saying, oh, this would have been World's Week, we would have been there, you know, in George Square, we would have been at the piping center, or would have been in the counting house for a pint, or we would have been, uh, would, you know, so many different events and stuff that we would have normally been at. This is a Wednesday, this would have been Drumming for Drinks Day. And all of them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You, you celebrate each day by the events that are on. You also have Pipe Idol. Ah, so much stuff that would have been happening but isn't happening. And we're all missing it. And I guess, yeah, I wanted to compose a hashtag list. Hashtag list. <laughs> you guys know I love a list. But honestly, I did want to talk about it. Why do we love this World Championship and this World's Week so much? Well, I asked the guys at the Rab Show team if they could give me their thoughts. And honestly, I have my own as well. But we do seem to agree on a lot of points here. So, let's go through the list, shall we? Um, Honestly, the be-all and end-all for all of us in the competitive piping and drumming world, especially in pipe bands, is the chance to compete for that world title. That's what we love about it. And that's just the crux of it. That's the entire reason any of us gets into competition. Now, I do know a lot of you guys out there aren't involved in competition. In fact, you probably couldn't care less if you lift the the, you know, the pipes or the drum in a circle at all. But for those of us who are involved in competitive piping and drumming, we understand the the bug of it, the buzz that you get. And there's no better buzz than walking off the line at the World Championships. Thankfully I've experienced it possibly way too many times in my life in all grades and that never gets old that nervousness walking up to the line the sheer anxiety the entire week hoping that everything is going to go well on the Saturday you have practiced now until you're blue in the face and your hands are nearly played off yeah then come the Saturday you're so nervous you can't eat you can't drink you can't think you can't focus and then your lead tip comes over, right, strap a drum on, lads, let's go. And then it's game time. The game face comes on, and yeah, no matter who comes over to say hi to you, you don't talk to them, you're like, leave me alone, let me do this. <laughs> I have seen a time where I brought my wife to the world, and this is back in the day, and I was competing at grade 2 level at the time, I think, I think it was grade 2, maybe 3A, I think, maybe 3A. And my wife came over and says, well, how's it going today, rap?" I'm halfway through this hell. Just leave me alone. Once I'm finished playing, then I'll talk to you. And uh, she fell out with me. Then as a result, oh, well, you just told me to clear off. She said, well, woman, I was practicing for the worlds. Dang it, you don't just come over and start talking about the weather when I'm trying to win a world championship. (sighs) Anyway, so that domestic happened. But I've seen it (laughs) on so many other occasions where people are so focused on winning that trophy, to the detriment of everything else. I have seen people going on with bloodied noses, broken bones, uh, all sorts of craziness. I've heard some horrific stories, actually, of all sorts of terrible injuries and people still going on and performing and trying to win that trophy. Because that's what your focus is, all year. You know, from after the World Championships, on the Sunday... Famously, we have the hangover sessions in the Park Bar in Glasgow, where everyone in the Pipe and world seems to meet, have a pint, and actually hang out together and have a bit of a crack. But after that, after the Sunday session, it's right back into work again. And I know a lot of bands actually, through the season, are already picking their sets for the next season, even before the current one's over. So whenever you have such a focus on winning that world championship, and it takes 12 months to get there... Of course, it's going to be important to us, and that opportunity to have a crack and win that trophy means everything to us. Now I know I'm possibly talking to a lot of people who don't compete, and you just don't get it. And I understand that. And I, yeah. You know, if anything, I got some heater mail recently saying, "Ochrab, stop talking about competition bands because you know I'm a solo piper and I play at weddings and funerals and I play at gigs and trad gigs and stuff, and competition just isn't my thing." And it's well. Okay, cool, I understand that. And possibly we will explore the world of the solo bag paper a bit more in future episodes. But right now, we're in the middle of World's Week. The most com- competitive and the most enjoyable fun as a competition player that you could ever imagine. Now, for those of you who have made the pilgrimage to the World's, <laughs> I make it sound like a religious event. For those of you who have actually travelled, have ever been there on Glasgow Green, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, the best way that I can describe it is the sound. Now, I know that sounds corny and it's cliche, but it's the sound. And I think I should play a little clip now. It's whenever you step out of the bus. It's whenever you step out of the car or whatever your mode of transport is. Maybe you've walked to the park or whatever. And you hear those notes and that tone in the air. And it's it's like it's beckoning you to the field. I know this sounds really dumb and really, ah oh, grab, you're being so melodramatic here. But honestly, my one of my favorite moments of each World Championship every year is either stepping out of the band bus or stepping out of the car or however I've managed to get there. And just opening the door, and then hearing that noise hit you. Honestly, hearing pipes and drums being played in a competition field is probably a good bit away from me. But actually hearing that, it just lets me know that I'm home, and that sounds so stupid. But that's what I put down here is one of the things that I love about the worlds, and that is the sound of it. the the actual sound of Glasgow Green on World's Weekend is. Like no other place on earth. You are surrounded with piping and drumming and you are just completely enveloped in that tone and that noise. And everyone's there for the same reason. They love it just as much as you. And, you know, you could talk to a complete stranger and just say, how awesome is this? And they would look at you and smile. Do you know, it's honestly one of the best, if not the experience in the competitive piping world and that's one of the things I put down to it. Yes, the chance for playing for that trophy. But honestly, when that wall of sound hits you, there's nothing like it. Especially even at the March past as well, when every band strikes up and plays the salute to the chieftain. Now, I've been at huge events before with massive big mass bands, but it's the world championship that knocks it out of the park every time. I don't care you know what event you go to. The world's mass band has to be insane the amount of bagpipers all playing at the one time it's difficult not to get the goosebumps you know what i mean that feeling in the back of your neck that just fills you up it's kind of strange and odd to describe but it's something that's in all of us you know piping fans that's what we're in it for that feeling you get the shivers you know that's something that just stirs you I know, like, I don't know, I'm sounding really corny here, but honestly, that love of the music comes through when so many pipers all play at the one time and they're one big tune at the World Championships each year. It's momentous, honestly, and it is an experience that I live for myself. Now, as well as the sound and the ability to compete for that trophy, the big thing that the Big Rab Show team came up with was the crack. <laughs> The actual crack, the amount of fun that you have at the World Championship is fantastic. It's a weekend away with all of your bandmates. You're all there together. You've possibly travelled, in some cases long distance, and you're hanging out together. You're all one big family. And yeah, you're there, all your bandmates, and the crack is insane. I can tell you some incredible stories from hanging out with bands from throughout the years. I'm sure you guys have your own stories too. Crazy drinking stories, uh, someone found a traffic cone, um, all sorts of madness. I'm not, not going to get into them because, of course, possibly most of them aren't broadcastable. But uh, <laughs> some incredible stories from throughout the years. and my World Championship uh, experience, uh, people sleeping in the boots of buses in the lash and rain. Uh, I've had people in portaloos, and the port-a-loos have toppled over, and they've come out blue, head to foot. You know, they use that blue stuff to flush them with. Um, so yeah, their uniform completely ruined. Their shirts blue, everything's blue. And then we're walking, walking, and the march past. We're singing, "I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba da." And we put this guy in the front row. That was so funny. But the cameras and everything too. It's just a, just a, a row of white shirts and one blue one. It was very hilarious. Not for that guy, mind you. But anyway, I'm not going to give his name. But honestly, the crack at the world is second to none because every band is there to compete against each other, but we're also all in this together. You know, we're all piping fans, essentially what we all do. We've spoke about this in a previous episode. Piping and drumming is its own subculture. We are a you know, a subculture in our own right and yeah, it's an unusual thing that we do, this competition thing. And, yeah, it is difficult for people trying to explain it to outsiders what piping and drumming is. So, when we all manage to group together at such a huge event like the World Championships and just celebrate our incredible music where everyone loves it, everyone knows everyone, basically. And that's the next thing I want to get on to. The opportunity to meet some old friends that you may only ever see once a year. And that's very true in my case, especially international friends that I would no, You know, I would never see, you know, twelve months of the year until they fly over to the worlds, and then I go, hey, I get to meet them again, hang out, have a beer, take a selfie. Of course, one or two or twelve, and then you know, and then we see them on the field on the Saturday, and then they fly home again. And but it's the one time a year that we all get to group together internationally, truly internationally. And we get to hang out and just enjoy the best music possible, and uh, yeah, that's one of the big things. As well as us having crack and banter and hanging out with our bandmates as one big family, and enjoying the crack and sharing some stories, we also get to hang out with some old friends that we haven't seen in years. And that's very much the case in my, you know, in my experience this last number of years especially last year when i went to the world championships i was over there i was actually working for the bbc uh producing an episode of kintra um but when i was walking through the park so many people i managed to catch up with that i haven't seen in years and we're just chatting well how's the wife how's the kids you know have you still got the wee dog and what about the business you know what are you working at now You're still driving that heap of crap car (laughs) you know you just hang out and just catch up and it's Ah, uh, honestly, it's one of my favourite things, just, you know, to catch up with old mates. Now, this kind of brings me on to my final point, and that is the music. The love of the music. I honestly challenge anyone to go to the World Championships and not enjoy at least one performance. I think every band who's on that grass that day at the Worlds, they're on their A-game. And if they're not on their A-game and they're having a bad day, it's still a good day. Does that make sense? Because that band, who have spent months and months and months preparing to be there, that is months worth of preparation. And what you're seeing is the best (laughs) that that band could produce. So I would argue with anyone listening to any grade at all at the World Championships to enjoy the music. You know, I do think that a lot of people neglect the music side of the world. You can get caught up with all of the releases of the new products and such. You get, oh, the brand new drum, the new set of pipes, or the new mace, or the new set of tenor sticks. or You know, there's so many new products and distractions, I suppose. There's also loads of stalls, which are just amazing. You know, all sorts of local craft, sort of fair, but also some incredible piping and drumming products and gifts. And just, ah. Oh. Some You can spend an absolute fortune at the stalls alone. And also, the food. The food! The food at the World Championships, let me tell you, has got so much better over this last 5 to 10 years. I remember it. Back in the day. Where it literally was a tent where you can get tea and sandwiches. For a fiver. You had... Two sandwiches, a bun and a cup of tea and that cost you a fiver. And there was also uh, a couple of chip vans as well and of course two big beer tents. In fact I remember it when it was just one beer tent and then they had to expand it to two. Uh, I'm showing me age now. But then of course food has now developed. You can actually go now and get you know Korean food. There's all sorts of strange Italian food. i seen a guy standing there eating a linguine. I say, what the heck is that? You're eating lad. That's a linguine with uh, extra parmesan. So You're at the world's. What are you doing? You know, normally you would see, especially in the morning, now at the world's is the best time to get the food. I and mean, when you're going looking for breakfast, and obviously everyone always gets, uh, you know, <laughs> a sausage and a bat with a and red sauce. Or square sausage in a roll. That's a real favourite. But my favourite is going to the Stovey's tent and actually getting a bowl of porridge. Because the way they make it, oh... Awesome. You also get a shot of whiskey by the too, so that starts you out right for the day. Warms you up. Lethal. And also, the selection of all sorts of local Scottish fare. Obviously, there's haggis, which is amazing. But there's all sorts of incredible local meats, like lamb and beef and, oh, awesome stuff. The food that's on offer there, simply incredible. You have barbecue, Italian, you have pizza, you have so much, so much. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to start forgetting people and they're all going to get offended. Oh, you didn't name my stall. I make I make falafels. Well, I don't even know what a falafel is. But anyway, yeah. The food at the World Championship has certainly improved, along with all of the stalls and all of that. And there's so many distractions to pull you away from the actual competition itself. Now, I understand that all of these things are necessary for non-piping fans. So, of course, you know, if you bring your wife and kids along, the kids are going to get bored after 10 minutes. So, they're going to need something to do. And also, of course, I don't know about you guys, but my better half loves to shop. And obviously, at the end of every World Championship, I come back on the band bus and uh, my missus is sitting there with at least three bags of shopping. I go, what did you buy? <laughs> uh, but it's it's become quite common if I was to go to a World Championship to bring my missus with me. Uh, I go back on the bus, either with a trophy or without one, and she's sitting there with two or three bags worth of shopping. Class. So yeah the music such a large part of it it does pull you away with all of the distractions but i would kind of encourage you if we do get the opportunity again to hit the grass again yes hanging out at the beer tent is fun yes it's cool you know hanging out with your mates drink a few beers have the laugh have the crack but also make the effort to actually see some performances you know i do know a lot of people who go to the worlds and never see a band playing the circle everyone just watches the bands warming up outside well, did you hear Ferrari this year? Ah, uh, no, I heard them, in, heard them heard them in the final tuning. and I'm sure they were going okay. Why would you miss that opportunity to see them in the circle? That doesn't make sense to me. I do, I remember boys arguing this with me before. Ah, sure, I listen to Rivara outside. The, the, the Rivara sounded class, you know. Ah, I think it'll do all right in there. Of course they did all right. They won the drumming, for goodness sake. And then, of course, did you hear Klaus Kelt? Ah, I heard them outside, you know. Why did you listen to them outside? Listen to them in the circle as well. You know, that's where the action is. So, yeah, so many people seem to listen to bands outside the circle and never listen to them inside the circle. It doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, it does take a concerted effort. I'm not going to lie. There's so many distractions at the world's. Uh, to pull you away in all sorts of different directions, and all of them are all enjoyable. They are all their own experience. I'm not going to take away from them for one second. Go and visit all your vendors, go and support them, spend your money, get all these incredible products, and honestly, you'll not regret it. I always do manage to pick up at least one or two souvenirs from the stalls, of course, myself, every year at the Worlds. Uh, traditionally, it normally would have been when I bought new sticks or a new practice pad or just the latest gadget for tuning and stuff. I always Always, always had to buy drum keys. I don't know why, but at the worlds, I always managed to lose a drum key. Anyway, that's another story. But um, yeah, the focus. I think one of the biggest loves is the enjoyment of the music, and with so many distractions at the worlds, it's difficult to do. So that would be one of my recommendations. If you do manage to get back to the worlds again, and here's hoping to try and make the music a bit more of a focus, because I do think a lot of people are missing a trick. So guys. I think throughout all of this, with all the things that we love, the big thing that's coming through is the experience of it, the ability to play for that trophy. Hanging out with friends is the huge one, but also the music. So, yeah, ourselves here on The Big Rab Show, we do hope that we have managed to keep the piping world together to some kind of degree. We certainly cannot replace events like the world's, ...we do not pretend that we can and we certainly will not try to because we know we can't. The World Championships and Piping and Live is honestly, as Andrew said in his voicemail, it's our Christmas. We look forward to this each and every year and we will now look forward to it in 2021. Guys, the absence of a World Championship and the absence of a physical Piping Live where we can all hang out, drink beers and listen to some stomping good tunes this is all temporary if anything i want to put out a prediction that i do hope that we'll be back on the grass enjoying some new form whatever that may be of world championships going forward and hopefully a pipe and live festival as well and we hope you guys can join us because yeah of course the big rab show team will be there you can join us on the grass and take rab show selfies again and we cannot wait So, wherever you are right now, we know that you're all suitably depressed. The lack of a world championship is heartbreaking. The lack of a Pipe and Live Festival is kind of crap, to be honest. But, rest assured, there are those of us who are doing what we can to try and keep things moving. To try and remind everybody why we love this music, why we do what we do, and, yeah, just what makes all of this so special to all of us. And it's the people like we say at the start of each show, we're the show for the piping folk. Well, you guys listening right now, you're the piping folk, and we're here for you. And that's <laughs> it's the entire thrust behind the show. So, guys, that being said, I want to say thank you for everyone for downloading this week and for catching this week's episode. We did have some special plans for this week's episode but, unfortunately, again, to my failing health, why we had to reschedule. Uh, but, yes, you can look forward to some future episodes with some special plans <laughs> that will hopefully drop in the near future. So, apologies to everyone who was expecting a huge episode this week. It would have been a huge episode, but, yeah, that was my fault, I suppose. Uh, but yes, for those of you wanting tons of pipe and action, there is loads this weekend. Of course, we have the Pipe and Live Festival, uh, which is rolling all the way through to Friday with the Out Blind Dogs. Then on the Saturday, we have ourselves at The Big Rab Show. Live on Facebook, we have The Big Rab Show Beer tent. We hope you can hang out with us. Uh, we have all sorts of incredible performances coming your way, as along with exclusive uh, interviews. We'll invite some friends on for a chat and stuff, hang out, have a beer, and just have a bit of crack. Looking forward to all of that. And then also we have Town as well are doing their show. And also we have BBC Alba. We have two hours worth of World Championship coverage on their, on their channel on Saturday night, which I'm really looking forward to. If anyone here in the UK knows, I have my Skybox set. <laughs> I have it set by and I'm probably going to be watching it at least a dozen times. So, guys, to everyone out there who's listening right now, don't be depressed. There are still tons of pipe and action to be had, be it virtually or even on the telly. Uh, but we hope that you can join us and, yeah, just collectively celebrate our incredible music and why we love this, you know? Also, don't forget, if you would like to help support us, you can do. I know I keep saying it each episode. But honestly, on our Patreon page right now, we have a lot of real special content on there that you guys would really enjoy. Including catch-up episodes of our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. And, of course, exclusive access to the Big Rab Show online store. Where you can check out all the brand new merch, including the Big Rab Show face masks. Hmm, there you are. Alright guys, that's me. I'm out the door. Thank you, everyone, and I'll catch you here on the Big Rab Show podcast next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.